the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Bullington Capital Report, hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. Well, it's good to be back. Very volatile couple of days. Looking into the S&P 500 and then down. Not too bad, though. Um, kind of to be expected, I guess. If you've been watching closely at all, the uh, stocks go up and they go down. It's funny. Almost every seminar I've ever done, I, I you know, I, I take that back. Up until the last 10 years, um, no, I take it back again. <laughs> Five years ago, people stopped asking, well, what do you think the stock market will do for the rest of the year? Because I would say, okay. You know, I know you're not supposed to say this, but here's what stocks are going to do. And then everybody leans forward and listens. It gets really quiet and they get the same answer every time, which it kind of amazes me that it took them 25 years of hearing that (laughs) to stop falling, falling for it. (laughs) And the answer is, this is exactly what stocks are going to do. In the next six months, they're going to go up and they're going to go down. And that's it. (laughs) I'm probably the only one that uh, thinks that's funny, but not really, (laughs) because there are some people who have a sixth sense of humor that have been coming for 25 years that still laugh every time that happens. And they know it's coming. And that's what's good about seminars. Uh, The newbies get initiated pretty quickly. And you'll notice that there are a lot of people uh, that will come often because markets change. Markets change a lot. I, I would have never guessed that the market would be in the position that it's in today. It, it, I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it. I, actually there are opportunities today that, that weren't there before. Some things that used to work really well, they still work not nearly as well as they used to. But they're not losing money. They're just not making as much as they have in the past. Other things are doing better. So we're going to be, uh, as soon as we can, I've, I've been asked, you know, when are you going to be able to do another seminar? And uh, quite frankly, I don't know. You know. I have no idea. But I know we call the facility like every 30 days or so and get an update. Maybe we'll have to do one in the park you know, this early September or late August. And that might be pretty cool because I do have a sound system and uh, can just 
broadcast this stuff out to the entire world and uh, hope the world doesn't kick back. <laughs> Just kidding. But <laughs> anyway, so, you know, I, I and I have to, I, I'm making this announcement to everyone, including my clients who may be listening. So I've been working past few weeks. Uh, there's a, a new product that has come out very recently. It's, they've actually gotten patents on some of the processes. And this is a development we've, I've kind of been talking about, but I've finally gotten all the, uh, training I've, that's required, all the licensing that's required, all the, uh, filling out the forms with the Ohio Department of Insurance, all this stuff to be able to talk about it openly now. Now I don't have to hold back. Before I had to, I, I, there were certain things I couldn't talk about. Now I can talk about this. So there is an association of insurance companies who've gotten together and decided that they would bring together products that were available, uh, products that they're going to make available to individuals that are very similar to the old school pensions that are going away rapidly. And the reason they're going away is the regulations and the expense of running something like this for a large organization is huge, which is really, really strange because back in the old days, it was the big companies that had these types of pensions because they could afford it. Now they don't want to afford it because it's, it's just a lot of money and it's gotten more and more expensive to comply uh, the options, the investment performance, there's a, there are a number of different things that, that made these old school pensions go away. And now they're making them available to us as individuals. The, the plans uh, are nearly identical, but they've got some improvements. So if you're looking for a, a guaranteed income and you're not happy looking at bonds, and let, let, let's take a second and just look at bonds for a second. So I'm looking at the the 10-year treasury. Now, why do I look at the 10-year treasury? I get that question a lot from people who aren't uh, investing much or aren't investing professionals. Okay, so don't feel bad if you are thinking the same thing. Well, what does a 10-year bond have to do with anything? Yeah, well, a 10-year bond is just kind of a benchmark. It's something that you kind of compare yourself to. And right now, the 10-year bond in the United States, and by the way, a bond, for those of you that are super new, uh, or those of you that just have never studied investing at all. And by the way, if you've had a normal job, I don't know how you would. <laughs> if you've had a normal job and you've had kids, then you probably don't know the difference between a bond and a stock. Uh, so I'm going to start with the basics. What is a bond? A bond is, is a, a loan. When you give your money to an organization, let's say in this case, when we're talking about U.S. Treasuries, we're loaning our money to the United States government. And they're going to pay us interest on that money, and eventually they're going to pay our money back. That's what a bond is. It's a loan. You're going to loan money. You're going to purchase a bond. That's what you're doing when you purchase a bond. You're loaning money to the federal government. They're going to pay you interest on that money. It's going to be agreed upon in the beginning, which is where the term fixed comes from when we're talking about fixed income. And it's going to be agreed upon rate, and we're also going to agree on the date that it matures, and they're going to give the money back. Okay, so very similar to a CD. And in this case, the ten-year bonds from the United States government right now are paying point six four percent. Point six four percent. That's a uh, so on 
$100,000, if you only want to spend the interest on a 10-year treasury note, you're going to get $647 a year. Okay, 647 That is crazy. In Germany, by the way, they're going to charge you $481 to hold your money and keep it safe for 10 years. They're charging you interest instead of paying you interest. And I hope we don't see that here in the United States anytime soon. Um, we could. It's been bantered about, but I don't think so. Anyway, I know when I'm comparing that, that rate of return, I mean, it's just, I just don't know why you would do it. Especially when you've got alternatives today. These alternatives are really good products as far as I'm concerned. And are they perfect for everybody? No. Not for everybody. If you're in your 20s and you're just out of school and, and you're in your, or you're below the age of 40 and you've got at least 20, 25 years to work, you should probably be looking at a mostly stock investment portfolio. That's what you should be looking at. Why? Because you can put up with the risk. You can put up, you have time. When you're in your 50s or 60s, you don't have that kind of time. You don't have the time that a, a 30 or 40 year old does. 25 year old, you should be yeah, 80% stock, maybe a hundred. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a hundred today because the interest rates are so low. You're just, you're losing money. Inflation's going up faster than the amount of interest that you're going to get, that you're going to get. And then, and I'm going to hear something from someone. I'll get an email. Well, I saw this CD and the CD was big. Yeah, there are a couple CDs out there that will might pay one and a half. Woohoo! So one and a half percent, by the way, on a million bucks is fifteen thousand dollars. Let me say that again, really slowly. One and a half percent of a million dollars is fifteen thousand dollars. People hear the fifteen thousand. That seems like a lot. Not on a million bucks, it ain't. <laughs> and by the way, you have to pay tax on the fifteen thousand dollars. So you're going to be left over with about $13,000 or just slightly over $1,000 a month on a million dollar investment. Now, if that's, if you're excited by that, well, you really need to call me. (laughs) We can help you out and lickety split. (laughs) So I'm going to, uh, uh, try to kind of keep that in mind. You know, that that's what we're up against. That's what we're looking at today. With all the debt that they're adding with the the stimulus packages, it's a great thing. They should be doing that. They should have done it a long time ago. There are a lot of things that they're doing that are actually going to work out very well over the next five to ten years. Investing in fixed income with guarantees, probably not so much. Okay, that's one of the areas that's probably not going to do that well. So that's why these products, these other products, if you're looking for, if you're looking to grow your assets to be able to take an income off of it during retirement probably want to skip the short-term bonds. And that's a major departure for me. That is a major departure. We have always held bonds. And you know what? It's been holding the portfolios back significantly over the past five years because they haven't done nearly as well as they have in the past. And with interest rates being so low, they're probably not going to. But it was there for because we wanted safety or clients want safety. And I think there's another option now. And uh, this is relatively new. Um, the my favorite product to date is it comes from Nationwide. And if you don't know who Nationwide is, Google it. You know, 
I don't know anybody that doesn't know who Nationwide is. <laughs> a plus rated carrier. Uh, you should see if you if you call me, we can do a web meeting. We can do it over the phone. You can be sitting in front of your computer, and I can show you what kind of income you can expect to generate from your portfolio. It's pretty good, actually. When you're comparing it to bonds, it's really good. In fact, stocks will have a difficult time keeping up to the guarantees. You're going to have a difficult time keeping up to it, keeping up with it. So they've got a, uh, uh, this product is very flexible and you have all kinds of features on it that uh, it just takes an enormous amount of time to, to go through. And I'm still not just, I just finished all the training, everything. I'm still not. I haven't talked, I haven't spoken with their direct, uh, marketing department directly. So I'm not sure exactly what I'm allowed to say, uh, other than I can explain how the tool works. And if you'd like to come in and talk about it, we can do that. No sweat. One of the things I can talk about is the, uh, one of the benefits. It's an optional benefit. If you get this, it's a rider. You purchase it. You add it to the product. It's not something that's mandatory. But if you want to do this, you can add a lifetime income benefit rider. What What is a lifetime income benefit rider? Well, it guarantees a certain amount of money at a certain time. And it's flexible, by the way. You can start taking the income with this rider in as little as 12 months. So 12 months from now. So if you were going to, if you wanted the income right now, just keep what you were going to get uh, from Nationwide in a checking account and just spend it a year from now, you can start having them send you the check and you can actually get it set up to just to deposit right into your bank account. How cool is that? Don't even have to do anything. Don't have to remember. It just happens. That's pretty neat. And there is a schedule and I'm telling you that the schedule is very competitive. Uh, it depends on your age. It depends on if you want to include your spouse in that. Uh, basically they just take the, uh, they, this is one of the things that kills me by the way, the uh, for Decades, decades. I mean, from the time I started and learned about pensions way back in the 1980s, they would take these joint life expectancies. You know why? Because you got some nerd who's got a PhD in math who loves to make things complicated. You ever run into one of those guys? <laughs> those guys drive me nuts. The, uh, and I kept saying, why wouldn't you just take the age of the younger of the two? Because when you take the average age, if somebody's 50, if they average, if they're 10 years apart, the average is going to be 55. And guess what? The person who's 50, if the, if the 60 year old person gets, uh, run over by a bus, okay, and you were looking at the amount that you were going to give somebody who's 55, that's going to hurt you as an insurance company. They weren't 55. You're going to have to pay five extra years. And by the way, it's a heck of a lot harder to calculate the average life expectancy and then what you can afford to pay out. Just take the the younger person. It's easy. That would be so easy. And they looked at me and people would come, you know, they would call me names. The, uh, guess what? Now they've decided that after the last 30 years of probably being really tired of hearing people like me complain. Somebody goes, Hey, uh, I've got an idea. Why don't we just take the younger of the two? Really? (laughs) All that time. (laughs) 
all that frustration. Now you finally decide. Oh, by the way, they, they decide to file for a patent on that idea. I'm going to go back and pull up one of my old radio programs and, and claim that patent. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it is a good idea. It, it, it's, it makes things so much simpler. I'm telling you. So you can, uh, when we're doing an illustration, uh, who's the younger of the two? You put it in there. It shows you what the, uh, life expectancy and it's, it's kind of funny. By the way, if you're thinking about getting married, um, and there's a big age difference, that's, it's one of those planning things that a really tough decision. Do I include my spouse on that who may be 15 years younger than I am? Because that's going to limit the amount of income that I get from this program and those are tough that is really tough you know that it always comes down to well how much do you love them (laughs) kind of kidding (laughs) kind of (laughs) not it's just it's just a really tough question they have to try to answer but uh but those are the things that uh are really yeah i don't know and you you just have to make your best estimate i guess and then uh, take it from there but Anyway, that's one of the, the uh, ideas is that you can kind of really get a, a really good idea of what kind of income you can expect, and it's not going to be 0.6%. You know, the average distribution rate for somebody, and actually, actually I'll do a little research here uh, because I do have the tool with me in the, uh, in the radio station. So when we take our first commercial break, I'll do a little research so I can tell you what kind of income you could expect to take out at various ages. And uh, when you do something like that, and whether it's nationwide or any other company, the, uh, they generally will guarantee that for the rest of your life. Uh, we'll talk more about that when we come back from these commercial messages. This is Bill Bullington right here on 1420. Stay tuned. So many preachers, so many churches and denominations got their opinions. And we're back. Hey, if you've got a phone call, question, or comment, feel free to call 216-901-0945, 216-901-0945. And we were just kind of talking about guaranteed income. And so uh, I thought it would be better if I just gave a uh, an example here. Uh, and let me see. I'm going to go. I'm doing this on software that's been provided to me by uh, Nationwide. Let's see. How much can my... Oh, sorry. You have to put in uh, all the numbers. And it's pretty fascinating to see what you can do on a, uh, see, what would we say? $100,000 in a, in a, watch my, in a CD is about 1700 bucks a year. And I'm trying to say, so if somebody started this, so 1700 on, if you got 1.7%, which you're not going to get 1.7% on 1700. I'm sorry, on 100,000 bucks at 0.6%, that's $600. $600. So if you're looking for guaranteed income, um, that's what you get from the government guarantee. Now, that is considered the safest. That's considered the safest. Notice I didn't say 
risk-free, guaranteed. Well, it's guaranteed by the United States government. And as long as the government's still here, and you know, it's the highest level of guarantee that you can get. The uh, a guarantee from an insurance company or any company is only as strong as the company itself. So you want to make sure that you're looking at companies who have been very, very strong in the past and have very high ratings. So th- these guys aren't the only ones that do this. There are some others out there. But anyway, so somebody that was going to start to take money next year, because you remember you have to wait a year, start with 100000 bucks, and you're going to have to take uh, wait till next year. They're actually going to credit you. There's some, uh, that income benefit that you're buying, that's basically what you're purchasing. You're purchasing the income. Uh, so by going next year at age 50, if you were 55 today, next year going to be 56. I don't know why you would actually do that. <laughs> but the uh, uh, you would get 4779 bucks. A lot better than $680. That makes sense? So what would you rather have, 680 bucks or 4779 Pretty easy, right? Here's Here's the catch. You got to stick with it. You can take out that. You can take out 7%. There, there's a number you can take out if you had an emergency. So you can take out a little bit more than that. But if you go above that, you'll actually have to start paying a penalty. You don't want to do that. This is not something you want to do. You can't, it's not like a savings account. This is a long-term plan. So that's why you really have to, you should sit down with somebody and, and really think through your options big time. You got money you set aside to buy that car you've, you've been putting off your entire working career and you just want to get it for retirement and you've got the money set aside for it. And, uh, I, I see people, I don't, I've heard about it that the reason that comes up to my mind is about three times in my career that that's what someone's goal was. No, I got it. I got this cash that I set aside from my retirement savings. I'm not, they're not taking it out of their retirement savings. I just wanted this car so badly and I'm like, oh, well, hey, whatever floats your boat. If you can afford it, awesome. You know, go ahead and do that. So if there's a trip that you wanted to take, you know, and you're, you're looking at that sort of thing, this is not what that money's for. That's, that's my point. You would not want to put that money in this product because you'd end up having to pay a penalty if you had to take it out. Okay. So bad idea. Um, this is something for something that you're going to look forward to, to create income. And when you're looking at CDs, government bonds, you're looking at high quality corporate bonds, you know, bond funds, this has a much higher interest rate than those things do. And, but you need to consider the, uh, uh, the fact that it, once you do it, you're going to lock it up. You can still take it out and, and you can take out a certain amount a year with no penalties above and beyond what you're getting. It, uh, it depends on which riders you choose, by the way. So I, that's why I'm not actually spouting that number out. But the bottom line is you probably need to call and sit down and go over this and see if this actually makes sense. Who would it make sense for? Anybody that's within 10 years of retirement, it makes sense for you big time. If you're within 10 years of taking money, if you're already retired and you're looking at ways of guaranteeing a certain portion of your portfolio for income purposes, you should take a look at it. If you've invested in annuities in the past, you might want to take a look at it because this one's gotten several patents. And uh, incidentally, they're they're not the only ones. I've seen several of these products recently, and uh, it's new. 
this is a new field. I can tell you the reason that it's new is computers. They've advanced so much so that those old pensions I was talking about that were really expensive to do is because you have to you have to keep track of so much data. There's so much data involved in keeping track of a pension with all the the you know people that are participating. There are the years of experience, the the income levels, the investment options, the life expectancies, all that kind of stuff. You used to have to have a mainframe computer to be able to do all that. You could go to school, get an actuarial degree, and make a pretty decent buck working for those pension firms. Well, it's still really expensive to do all that because you got to get all that data. You got to keep track of all those employees. Uh, that doesn't do it. It doesn't do it by itself. There are people involved, and the cost of doing that kind of stuff it has come down fairly significantly. And it's come down even more significantly for individuals. Individuals in the past, nobody wanted to go through that mess to keep track of individual account holders and have to track all that data. In fact, it wasn't possible up until a few years ago because of the amount of data that had to be stored. Uh, Everybody's been hearing about big data. You know, guess what? This is one of the benefactors of big data. Why do you want to have big data? Why do you want to have degrees in software engineering? Why do you want to keep working on a, at some point in time, it's going to be a quantum computer? Because this is the result. It improves your life. Pretty cool. And uh, I know, you know what's really funny? When I say something like that, it improves your life. So many people are like, oh, no, don't you know what I mean? <laughs> just... They just don't want to believe life's ever going to get any better. And I, I got to tell you, I look around at what I do on a daily basis, and I like my life a lot better now than I did 20 years ago. I like the fact that I can come into my house and say, Google, <laughs> what's the weather going to be like for the rest of the day? And Google responds. <laughs> and I like to, I have the uh, Alexa thing for television. I never use that, by the way, but the, um, like the Google a little bit better. But if I took the time, I could actually set up all the appliances in my house to run on that just by voice command. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. If I uh, want to find something, all I have to do is talk. That That's kind of cool. So things have improved dramatically and they're going to get better. Things are going to get better. You should see what they're doing with solar panels. You should see what they're doing with battery technology. At some point in time, Oil and natural gas go away. Now, every time I say something like that, I, you know, it makes a lot of people mad who worked in those industries who thought, think that, you know, you're threatening their lifestyle because they have pensions from those companies who are managed by those companies. And they've seen what happened to other pensions that were managed by companies in industries that really kind of went away. Uh, it's, they struggled. Bottom line is they struggled. And a bunch of different reasons for that. This is an improvement over that. It's definitely an improvement. And it's just a sign of the times. Now, for those people that are, that get upset, I'm telling you, it's, this is not going to be fast. They're not going to come out with battery packs that are going to put out, uh, internal combustion engines overnight. It's actually not even going to be happening over days, over weeks, over months, or over years. It's going to be over decades. But that's the path that we're on. And it's an improvement. It's a good thing. So I've talked a lot about uh, stuff that 
probably a lot of you guys probably don't really want to care that much about hearing about. <laughs> so this is kind of interesting. I, I don't know. I was uh, sitting here and I just hit a button. And some Somebody was 56 years old. It was it 56 or 55. It was a 55-year-old. Yeah, income has been changed to start at 57. Yeah, 55. So if they started to take income, you put 100000 bucks in. Two years from now, you said, well, I think I'm going to retire early. I'm 57. I'm tired. $100,000 that you would get, they would guarantee 51.63 for the rest of your life. $5,163 the rest of your life. That's a whole lot better than 600 bucks, or $700 or even $1,000. Or let's say you found a one and a half percent CD at one and a half, you know, that's fifteen hundred bucks. That's what I'm talking about. This is a, it's a pretty good thing. Is it magic? Nope. Is it? Uh, are you doubling your money every year? No way. Not going to happen. There are only two types of uh, people that double their money in one year investing. The first is the lucky, and the second are the liars. There's the lucky and the liars. <laughs> By the way. If I had to make a bet, I would probably, uh, and I don't, um, I don't bet on anything. I mean, managing risk in the stock market, I get plenty of uh, thrills, believe me. Yeah, I don't need to bet. But if I were a betting man, and I'm not, I would bet big bucks against anybody being able to generate $5,100 a year on their own. <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> call me crazy, but uh, or call me very well experienced. I would. Uh, <laughs> I think it's going to be incredibly difficult to do. I think that it'll be incredibly difficult to do that with the stock market. And by the way, that's actually one of the features of this product that I didn't talk about. That money's invested. You get to pick your choice of investments, and if the investments do better than that, it will actually raise your income. This is the, the base level that we're talking about. If the investments do better, that it's got a chance to go up. Why am I saying I'm, you know, I don't think it's going to go up? Uh, cause I don't think it's going to do better. I, I really don't, but there is a chance. And by the way, the chance is actually better than the Browns going to the playoffs next year. Okay. So the, ch- there's a chance and it's not a, horrible chance. It's actually a pretty good chance that your investments may actually perform better than the numbers that we've been talking about. So, but anyway, here uh, I see uh, my phone starting to light up. If you have phone call, question, or comments, uh, you can reach us at 216-901-0945. The last part of today's show today, by the way, I, I am going to talk about the Lookout for the Bull website. Uh, people have been asking about that. They've been missing the fact that, you know, hey, Bill, you don't talk about individual stocks anymore. Like, yeah, well, it's a, uh, as fast as they move. Um, we'll talk about, you know, why that is, but, you know, I still talk about, it, still buy them, still invest in them. It's still fun. Actually, it's one of the parts I really like best about this business. Um, it's looking out there, looking at the companies, you know, putting some money in them, watching it either go up or go down. That's, uh, it's interesting. Anyway, I'm going to take a phone call right now, except that, uh, well, actually I can't because I don't know who it is calling. Yeah, <laughs> there's no name there, so I'll wait. But anyway, we're going to be uh, taking a commercial break here in just a couple minutes. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about the Lookout for the Bull website. Um, it is super simple. Investing is not difficult 
intellectually. You can make it as hard as you want because you can try to predict the future. You can try. There are lots of people that do. A lot of PhD mathematicians that die broke because they keep trying to do that in the financial markets. But the, uh, there are some things you can do, uh, and uh, we'll talk about those too. And I'm going to go right to Dave right now. Dave, do you have a phone call or question or comment? Hey, Bill. Great show. Yeah, real quick question. You've all heard those um, pitches on the, on the radio for annuities. Who would that who would that best serve? And I'll I'll, I'll uh, listen off the air. Thanks, Bill. Sure. <clears throat> well, I've been the uh, I've had a very complicated um, relationship with annuities over the years. They they're some very good ones. When I first started in the industry, you could get you know eleven percent a year with and was tax deferred. That was awesome. One of the companies that I was with guaranteed those products for over a decade, which was really awesome. And it was all tax deferred. And back in those days, there were these things that you could do to actually take money out of an annuity and not pay much in taxes at all. So not only was it tax deferred and a really high interest rate, there were steps that you could take to reduce taxes even more. And that, landscape has continuously changed and evolved. You know, there are about seven times more types of annuities than there are stocks to invest in. It is crazy. I mean, you really have to read your stuff extremely well. And, uh, I don't, uh, it's a really, it's tough keeping up with because the changes come so rapidly. There are good ones. There are some that are not so good, in my opinion. You know, if, if you're going to have a really tough time making money uh, outside of the guarantee, then I'm thinking unless the guarantee's a higher one, that's going to be tough. You, you just won't probably won't be happy with returns. Uh, the internal expenses you got to uh, pay attention to. In the case of the ones that that I'm talking about, I don't care what the internal expenses are. I'm looking at the guaranteed levels. Those are net of the internal expenses. So it doesn't matter what they are. And that's why I said, you know, if the investment option, I didn't even talk about that. If that does better, well, you're going to get the higher of the two. But I like the guarantee. That's high enough. That's plenty, especially in today's environment. And here's the thing. I talked about a product like this a, just a few weeks ago, a few months ago, and they already had to change it because they sold so much of it. <laughs> I hear the music. That means I have to take a commercial break. You listen to Bill Bullington right here on 1420. Stay tuned because I'll be right back. listening to Bill Bullington right here on 1420. I'm here every Saturday morning. You can go to my website if you'd like to reach out. If you have a question, if you wanted to get together to talk about this, you just want an illustration just for yourself. You know, we can do that. Uh, Just go to my website, reach out, and we will definitely try to get back to you as quickly as humanly possible. Man, I've got to tell you, the uh, all the custodians that we use, we use Fidelity, E-Trade, Folio, um, 
man, these guys are working with such small crews today. It is a lot harder to get stuff done in a quick fashion. So uh, not that we're going to stop trying. We always do. And we're pretty good about it. So just give us a call. We'll be glad to uh, take a look at your situation. And, you know, I was going to talk a little bit. I only have about 15 minutes left. So I thought I'd talk a little bit about individual stocks. I have the the website up. Look out for the bull. Um, it's run by uh, Mike Seeger. And uh, I look at it every day. Actually, I'm looking at the scans every day. And it it's interesting to me. Because, uh, you know, it, it appeals to, to people who want to try to take a little more risk and they try to want to be, have a, uh, a plan. Now I'm going to tell you this. Nine out of 10 people who go to invest in individual stocks do about 2% of the homework that they should be doing before they invest in a stock. And, that's rough. <laughs> That's really rough. If you're going to invest in individual stocks, you're going to be one of two types of investors. You're either going to be a momentum investor or you're going to be a value investor. Quite frankly, in, in the Bill Bullington world, there aren't anything else. There isn't anything else. You're either using price movement or you're using an underlying estimate of what you think that company is actually worth, which we call value. Now, I know, and by the way, all you engineers out there, keep your pants on. Don't be getting upset. Okay. Yeah, there's no reason for that. That's my definition. You're free to have anything you want. In fact, this is America. You can think any way you want to think. That's one of the great things about being here. I'm just saying, you don't need to think about all those other things when you think about it this way. It just makes it simpler. And we all know, and I, I really feel bad for the people that are married to these guys <laughs> because you know what I'm talking about. They, uh, they make everything more complicated, don't they? Hey, let's take a trip. Oh, great. Let me get my checklist out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So thankfully there aren't all that many of those. You know, it's, it, They are very frustrating when you run into them. But, so here's the deal. If you go to the lookout for the bull, and and by the way, if you're looking for, you don't want a lot of, you don't want to put a lot of time, effort, and energy into understanding financial statements. If you're going to be a value investor, you don't have a choice. If you're going to take a look at what you think the company should be selling for, you have to know more than just the stock symbol. Any idiot can look that up in three seconds. If it were that easy, (laughs) we'd all be billionaires. I wouldn't be doing this show. I'd be really happy flying across the sit, the country on my fleet of private jets. The, uh, it's, you have to know more than that if you're going to be a value investor. And that, and it's hard. Value investing is not easy. Being a momentum investor, not that easy. It's easy as, if it's as easy as you let it be. And if you look at the rules on the lookout for the bull website, it'll tell you exactly what you do, exactly what we're doing. So basically, we're looking for stocks that are moving up really quickly, and uh, we're going to try to manage the risk. That's what you do. You try to keep the risk small because you don't know exactly which ones are going to go, which ones are not going to go. But we do know if I put 6% or less of my portfolio into that stock and I have a 15% trailing stop, 
my risk is slightly less than 1%. Now, if you don't understand what I just said, that's okay. It's called the 1% rule. It's on the website. Look, Go read it. It'll probably take you less time to read it than it did for me to explain that. So it's simple. And that is the rule. Now, you always hear about the golden rule of this, the golden rule. Okay, well, fine. If you want the golden rule of momentum investing, there it is. The 1% rule. And if you have trouble remembering it, hire a tattoo artist to tattoo it backwards on your forehead so that when you look in the mirror in the morning, that's the first thing you see. The 1% rule. (laughs) It will save you. It will make you. It will make or break you, actually. Whether if you embrace that and when you, by the way, you're going to look at this, especially the engineering type that like to get into the, you know, uh, not just engineers, by the way, it's, it's a lot of different people, quality control people, uh, CPAs, tax preparers. They're, uh, anybody that's got to be really detail oriented. Well, stocks are kind of sloppy. They're, they're not high. They're not for highly detail oriented people. So if, if you suffer from OCD, don't, don't be a momentum investor. <laughs> You're not cut off for it. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. There's nothing wrong to, and you can actually learn the psychological behaviors that you need to acquire to become a successful momentum investor. You can do it. What was it? Remember Waterboy? You can do it! Was that the Waterboy movie? I think it was Rob Schneider. We were watching this really dumb movie last night he was on. You can do it! I thought it was pretty funny, but anyway, when it comes to momentum investing, you know, and, and by the way, you're going to, there's so much stuff you're going to see. It's one of the reasons I have a tendency not to talk about it too much. Um, you know, maybe one in 20 people was born that way and people that go down that path to try to learn those behaviors, they do. It, it takes everybody a, a different amount of time. And I, I don't know, I took took me three or four years, I think, mainly because of all the misinformation that was out there. That was brutal. Battling through all that, that was horrible. So it's another reason that I put the training. By the way, the training on that is free. And again, if it takes you more than an hour to read it, it's because you're goofing around or you're being distracted or maybe you're trying to read it while driving. Don't do that. (laughs) Because you can't pull it up on your phone. (laughs) Just don't do that. It's not that hard intellectually. It really isn't. It really comes down to the 1% rule and investing in stocks that are going up really fast right now. Those two things, that's the key. That is the key. So every day Mike runs these scans that are picking out stocks that are going up really fast right now. Now, if we knew exactly which ones were going to go up and keep going up and quadruple your money, Okay, obviously we wouldn't tell you. <laughs> we wouldn't sell that information for ten bucks a month. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we would keep it and become billionaires. So reality is, it's like hitting a, a two hundred fifty uh, two hundred fifty yard drive. Swing really hard. Probably use a driver, not a putter. You know, kind of common sense stuff like that. But swing really hard and just try to make sure the club head is flat when you strike the ball. Sounds simple, right? Go give that a shot. <laughs> and uh, fortunately, investing doesn't require physical skill. It requires no physical skill. So anyway, 
Here's what came up on one of the scans yesterday. Overstock is hilarious, man. This this stock, I have been in and out of that stock so many times over the past 20 years. Now, that stock's been around a long time. And, boy, that, that really runs pretty quickly uh, in uh, both directions, by the way. So, and if, if I had bought it and held it, I would be incredibly frustrated. You know why? Because if you go back to early 2000s, right around 2002, it was 13 bucks. Well, it's $28 today. What year is it? And it's been as high as 75 bucks. It's been as low recently here as $2.55. Think about that. Over all that time period, it's barely ahead of where it came public at, but it's had these huge swings. Now, your value-oriented investors probably made a little bit of money on that. They had a lot of frustration because that stock would go down, get undervalued when it was down 50 or 60%, and then drop another 50 or 60%, meaning that it's coming down 80 or 90% over a multi-year time period. So if you're going to be a value investor... By the way, Warren Buffett's got a lot of those types of companies in his portfolio. He's also got the 10 or 15% that makes up 80% of his gains. And that's what it's like to be a value investor. And I know people are going, well, I don't, that doesn't sound too good. Well, you know, it's probably why he's one of the richest men in the world because he's willing to put up with that in a really big way with really big money. <laughs> and uh, it, it's had its moments. And actually, value investing was a lot easier few years ago uh, actually everything was easier a few years ago momentum's not easy either but let's see i was just going to i want to see if i can pull this up really quickly probably should have pulled that up earlier but the website's kind of it's called look out for the bull and this is for people if you got an investment club i would definitely take a look at stocks that are coming up on that list do your Fundamental research. Most investment clubs are value oriented, by the way. Like you know, I own a little bit of uh, stock in a company called Purple, Purple Mattresses. That it's a value oriented thing. When I say value, well, what am I looking at? I'm looking at their sales and their profit margins, and I'm I'm doing a mini little calculation. Doesn't take a whole lot of time. Uh, it's not nearly as complicated as discounting cash flow. It works better than that, um, more often than not, and. Uh, you can do it in just a few seconds. That's what the, uh, I'm, I, I keep trying to hook up with this one investment club that wants to see that. And, and we will get there at some point in time. But if you've got an investment club and you want to learn this, it, it's pretty interesting. You know, it's not that hard. Uh, it's just going to give you a, a really good idea of, of a ballpark figure. So now that I've, uh, um, overspoken, we're going to have to actually continue this conversation next week. Feel free to give me a call if you have any questions regarding the the guaranteed lifetime income uh, things that we were talking about earlier, uh, or if you've got a question regarding the Lookout for the Bull website. Other than that, have a good week, everybody. Good luck and good investing. You just caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report, broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC.